Okay, everyone, and welcome along to Championship Drill, our midweek special, or kind of shorter show midweek that we do, and the uh, long show, obviously, on Sundays. I'm joined today by Phil, Jerry, Stad, and can't be with us today. Yep. How are um, we? But we'll be back for Sunday show. <laughs> this week was actually pretty good. There was a lot of goals. A lot of goals this week, a lot of goals this week. I suppose before we go into it, and this show is obviously usually a pretty quick one, Nice to see the fans back in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Thousand yeah. fans. It was just nice when um, Gareth Ainsworth came out and they were all there. I I, I did that like great. that. Bit. I did like that. Did like that. Sadly, it didn't go their way, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But. but like, yeah, no, it was just nice to see him coming out and kind of getting the big waves and cheering. It's nice. It was, and then um, with a lot of the the goals um, last night as well, and the other night, but like. When you think about the games last night, you almost forget about the great games that were on Tuesday night, but we'll, yeah. uh, we'll go back and have a look at, at them. So yeah. I suppose we'll just get right into it. The only way to go, I suppose, really. Cardiff versus Huddersfield. 3-0 Cardiff in this one. Two goals for Moore and one from Glazel gave Cardiff a second win in a few days. Wasn't it Jerry actually said, without even knowing yeah. who they he felt they were going to win. So 3-0 Jerry, Jerry, Jerry was on the ball with it. He really was. On the ball with this one, but as, um, as, as uh, I think that it's going to be a reality check though at the weekend because they're going to be burned, they're going to be burned out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he started the same starting 11. Yeah, he, there's no way he can do that again at the weekend, surely. Oh, no, no, definitely not. Like Huddersfield, surely will be uh disappointed as well though because they weren't very good. Huddersfield, yeah, they were they they kind of were on top really in terms of like possession and everything else and yeah. Cardiff again just took their chances yeah. well, but they were they were poor goals they gave away as well and they're not going to be poor. happy with that yeah the defending was really really poor but uh, Cardiff suddenly putting a bit of a run together with yeah, two wins and a few days into seven goals in two games yeah uh, so, uh, looking good for them while Huddersfield are starting to go a bit up and down again yeah. this season so because like there was talks of a new manager there last week so yeah but then, yeah, look, I mean, if you look at the table, there must be one. They're only six points off the top, I think. Cardiff? Mm-hmm. Huddersfield? Uh, Cardiff, something like Yeah, I mean, they've, they've kind of had a strange season before that. But, like, yeah, two wins. The top teams didn't do too well yeah. midweek. But uh, Cardiff, yeah, they're, they're slowly starting to climb up there now if they can put yeah. a, a few decent ro- ro- result, run of results together, rather. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's where they want to be anyway. Yeah. Move on then to Birmingham City against Barnsley. This was a, another kind of a strange game, really. Hogan for Birmingham before Woodrun Styles. No yeah. much needed, really, for Barnsley when you think about it. Yeah, it's like five wins in, in eight. Five wins in eight, but they've lost two of their last three, I think. So. And I, they, were actually on, they were on the way to losing this as well, only just that penalty really changed this. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it was a strange one, the penalty. A little yeah. bit soft. Yeah. But, you know, compared you to some of the other penalties that were given. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a banker compared to some of them. Yeah. Well, it was but nice it, to see Hogan score. Yeah, it's nice to see Hogan score, and he got one again a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? But that's, yeah. what, six six games now without a win for Birmingham? Yeah. I think they've won, like, three games in 38 matches. Yeah, it's, they've really got to change that, don't they, if they yeah. want to Oh yeah. Want to do it. I mean, a lot of goals, right? A lot, yeah, too many draws, and obviously, like if you you've not won in six games, that's something they need to change very quickly. Yeah. Because you look at Burnsley, and when the new manager came in, they were way down in relegation. They were oh. in trouble. 
yeah. and now they're kind of safely in mid table at the minute. Yeah, I, I think that's where they'll probably end up. But I can't see them challenging for playoffs and I can't see them going down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they can finish there, they'll be happy enough, I think, this oh, season yeah. anyway. Big time. And then probably one of the games of of midweek, really, Bournemouth against Preston. It's very, you know, great game. Yeah. Because um, you had Preston, I suppose, coming into it, had one of the best away records, if not the best away record, and Bournemouth hadn't lost at home. Preston running out 3-2 winners. But a, a strange game, really. Um, yeah. We kind of jinxed them because we were like, it's a bank of home win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had Berkhausen. You had a great goal from Sinclair, although the goalkeeper is going to be very disappointed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Bauer with the goals for Preston. So Preston were 3 0 up and cruising. And then Stanislas and Sturridge made it a very nervy ending, but yeah. Preston hung yeah. on, you know. Yeah, and there was, a, there was a lot of stoppage time because there was a very bad injury. There was to Bauer, who got one of the goals as well. He did yeah. his Achilles, and yep. it's, uh, it seems he's going to miss the entire season, which is a problem for Preston. Yeah, they're already like low on players and kind of low on confidence, but it was good to see them win this game. Yeah, but yeah. it's the home farm they need to improve, really. Form. I mean, they're away. I mean, it's what, 16 points or like, something like that now yeah. away from home? They're beating teams like Bournemouth away and they, they can't beat someone like Derby County at home. Yeah, and it's, it's strange. They haven't played Derby yet, I don't think, but it'll be something no. something like that. Like, yeah, they can't, just can't win home games at all. And I think they've 16 of their points have been away from home and I think they've had got three points at home. Yeah. against the Sheffield Wednesday team that were down to 10 men for about 80 minutes. Yeah. Go, some of the goals are really good. They were very good. Sinclair's goal in particular, wasn't it? It was a nice breakaway. But wow, Stanislas, was the keeper yeah. up there. last with a great free. He did. He did. Yeah. But what was the goalkeeper up to for that Sinclair goal? It was a great finish from Sinclair because he was some distance out. Yeah, I'd say he was about 45 <laughs> yards, but the goalkeeper looked like he was outside his box. <laughs> He was just lurking, just walk, walking because around. Was, a, was it a corner or a free kick or something that they broke yeah. away from? Yeah. He just wasn't he here. Was la, 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 basically. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I suppose Bournemouth will be disappointed too because they really could have, all the goals, really, they could have stopped. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but it's the first time they, I suppose, they have to lose at home at some stage in the season and they, this was their first time losing at home. But Preston are just, I don't know, manager was in trouble and again, you know, he, yeah, this result. That's it. Right? And from an Irish point of view as well, there, Shawnee Maguire really, really had a good game as well. He worked yeah. really hard all night. Very good. A lot of running for the team, and it was good to see they were playing the ball into his feet rather than towards his head. Yeah, and the thing is, they were actually very good for about an hour. Yes. And then I after the first goal, I didn't. Yeah, I mean you did as well there, John. I actually he, thought there was going to be a 99th minute equaliser. It had that kind of a feel to it, but they they managed to hang on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. DJ as well. Johnson there for Preston. He's. I think he set up two of their goals. Like he had another great game as well, and he's he's vital for them as well. But yeah. Yeah. Bowers' injury is going to hit him hard. You'd imagine. And yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, speedy recovery for him. And um, move on then to Derby and Coventry. Second game, Wayne Rooney. Yeah, it's um, almost like a repeat of the game at the weekend. It was. It was very similar, wasn't it? I mean, it was another late equaliser they gave up. Yeah. And oh, for Coventry as well, who seemed to love the late equalisers lately. Yeah. They got another one as well, so no surprise there. Uh, Colin Kazim-Richards, you know, good at the weekend when Rooney brought him back in. 34, like we said, now he got a, he got their goal again tonight. Yeah. He played, and, well, um, he played really well, actually. 
Yeah, and then you'd hammer as well in injury time. That so Coventry, Coventry happy enough, I suppose, with the point again yeah. because it was an injury time. But they're another team. Is it three draws in a row now or something for something Coventry? Like that, yeah, like they've drawn a lot of games this season. Yeah, as well. And, I think uh, eight points or something. Maybe. Same problem for Derby though, isn't it? They they, yeah. they look decent until they get near the box and they just yeah. can't seem to create the chances. They have no uh, confidence. And I mean, they really need to start like creating chances and scoring some more goals if they want to push up the table because one goal a game isn't going to do it for them. Is there any update on their owners? No, they still say they expect a deal to be completed but no update on when that's going to happen. I suppose it'll suspiciously happen in January when they can buy players. Probably. It might be a tax thing too. They might be waiting until the new year for tax reasons or something. Who knows? Yeah. But um, we, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I, I have a feeling if they take over, there's going to be a lot of new players coming in there. Oh, yeah. But Rooney again, I know we know Jerry is dead against them doing the job. Yeah. But Rooney did say, look, he'd love the job full time. But he did say, look, if it's not to be, then he's happy to go back to playing again for Derby. So The thing what I love about him is that he, he puts the team first. He won't put himself on the, on the pitch. Is yeah. if they if like he doesn't have that ego to say lads I'm playing like he's actually willing to sit there and be like I'm going to manage this team yeah and I think he kind of realizes like oh he's a realist yeah he's a realist the, the, the owners that come in have a lot of money and he can yeah. buy some good players and I mean he's what he's England's all-time leading goal scorer yeah and Man United's all-time leading goal yeah, scorer yeah I mean he's you know I mean he's he's a huge global superstar. Yeah. So he would suit the new owners coming in too, I suppose, to oh, be yeah. there. But it is sad to think that he wouldn't play again. Yeah, it would be actually, yeah. So I, would, I, would, I, would, I would say he will, though. He will play again, obviously, before the end of this season. I think he will. And I mean, he's part of their squad. So even if he is going to be the manager, he's probably going to have to play the odd game here and there just because players want to need to be rested and players will be suspended like, uh, and injured and such. He might actually play against Chorley, is it? Chorley Town? Is that who they got? He might. He might do. He might do. They'd love it. They'd love it. Those players would love to be up against him as well. Like. Yeah. And same for any young player and young defenders, I suppose. They'd love to be up against Rooney just to say, look, they did play against them in whatever game. So. Yeah, even and even when he's on the side, side like, there, he's like, he's not, he's not over, though. He's very calm. He's kind of very... Chill yeah, yeah, and it's it's gonna be interesting. Two draws since he yeah. did that with two late. You know, could have easily been two wins out of two, but two oh, late yeah. equalizers. Yeah, that they won't be too happy with. Move on then to QPR and uh, Bristol. Dicky with a great header read from the uh, cross from Willock gave QPR the lead. Yeah. Then Willock had one cleared off the line. Bentley, who's been a good form for Bristol and goal lately, made a few good saves. Um, O'Dowd then pounced on a bit of a mistake and set up Wells. I mean, his cross was deflected all over the place. Yeah. But Wells put it in, and it was totally against the run of play that it was 1 1. Yeah. Because <laughs> QPR were destroying him. Uh, Bristol bit better in second half, still not great, though. No, but they good form. Not very good form. And game made it 2 1. Uh, O'Dowd involved again in that one. Yeah. And it was kind of more QPR being wasteful, having the ball and Bristol oh, yeah. trying to hit them on the break. Yeah, anytime went into anytime went into the box, it almost looked like pinball at times. Yeah, and Bristol just every time they got the ball to Ododa on the break, he just looked so dangerous yesterday for them. He did, yeah. And uh, it's good to see, I suppose, from an Irish perspective, that he's kind of taken that leadership role, like we talked about. Oh yeah. Of our first podcast, that it's you know the age he's at now, like in his mid twenties, it's about time he started. That's it. Started delivering for them and you know become a leader of that team, and it seemed like 
in the game against QPR. He did it anyway. Yeah. And he, uh, he was involved just, in... QPR and Cardiff are the two teams that would just drive you nuts. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're what? Bristol are only a point off the lead now again? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, they're very close. On a good run of form. Uh, move on then to Rotherham Brentford, one of the games I watched midweek. It was um, good, actually. Yeah, and I have to say I was impressed with the attitude of the Brentford players because it was kind of frustrating for them at times because things yeah. just weren't clicking for them. But they took their time, they were patient, they got their goal. Yeah. Um, from Forrest, Tony then as well, obviously. with a, Very good, again. With a penalty again, wasn't it? That yeah. he, uh, well, even, just over, even though his overall play was very good. He's very strong, isn't he? At holding up the ball. He doesn't always look it. When you look at him, you don't think this guy is going to... He reminds no, me of he reminds me of the your man who used to play for Chelsea. Oh, what's his name? But that's why. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that, He's that kind of, sort of player, yeah. That about him as well, but yeah, I mean, he got the ball. I think the other night when I was watching the end, there was one point where they played the ball into his feet, and yeah. I think he was surrounded by four Rotherham players. Oh yeah, he pulled him off and play a pass away. Yeah, taking the four players out of the game basically. Very, and very good. Very good. But Rotherham as well, you know, Miller was sent off late on and that was, you know, there's no hope then. But, you know, they just lacked the quality really to create enough good chances, I think. But yeah. they they kept going till the end. Yeah. They play every they game. They play every game like it's a cup game, to be fair. They do. And they, they, it's good to see. It's good to see that they didn't give up and they just kept going and kept going. And, you know, a bit of quality at the top of the pitch and that's that's kind of the difference between the two teams and I think in the Blackburn game as well yeah. um, when they were playing Millwall the difference in that one was very similar that's, in that. kind of that's kind of what Jerry's always had about though if they've tried some Irish players maybe something yeah because it's just I know Rotherham are missing one or two of their attacking players but it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean there's it's just yeah you have that with with Brentford I suppose with Tony and with Forrest and with with some of them as well, they they have great players going forward, and they just have that quality that Rotherham don't quite have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, impressive for Brentford, who are you know climbing the table, hitting a bit of form now. Yeah. And then we move on to uh, Middlesbrough Swansea. Neil Warnock, who turned seventy-two on Tuesday, nice uh, birthday present from his his players. There, three points. But beyond that, like two goals from Watmore in that who. He's on loan, I think, isn't he, until January? Or he's on a short-term yeah. deal rather until January. Yeah. Not on loan. He's uh, Surely they're going to offer him a contract after that. I think so. Then uh, they pulled one back for Swansea. They kind of pushed hard for an equaliser after they got the goal. But up until then, they didn't really offer an awful lot. Yeah. You know, um, just a bad night, really, for Swansea. You know, sloppy in possession. Happens yeah, in this league. Great. You're not great all the time. And uh, Borough were very good, and Swansea weren't not great. Yeah. A, but, uh, a, oh, yeah. I'd, yeah, it should have been a penalty. And I mean, yeah, he could he could have had a penalty. I mean, he certainly thought he had one. It's yeah. hard to know. They've, I've seen them given, and I've seen them not given yeah. as well. Yeah. But Warnock, I suppose, 72 years old, still doing it. I know, yeah. You know, the most experienced manager in the division. You know, Middlesbrough, you know, they need to start picking up these wins if they want to start pushing for those playoff spots. I think they will. Uh, you know, Swansea had a chance to, like, really fire up to the top of the table yeah. with a win. They've been in good form. It was, just, it was just, it was one of those midweeks where the top teams, you know, other than, like, Bristol and Brentford aside, the top teams really didn't do much. Yeah. And they're going to say, like, well, obviously they're playing too many games, but, like, it, yeah. does, it does take a toll if you're doing it every week. 
It does. It does. Three games a week isn't easy for anyone to do. And especially when we go to Norwich in a minute with all their injuries. Yeah, and I mean, you can't, you can't just keep going. You can't play the same eleven players, but you often have to play at least six or seven of yeah. the same players yeah. three games That's a week. Exactly. So you know, it's it's tough that way. So we move on to one we mentioned briefly there. Then we go Blackburn two, Millwall one. Elliot uh, with a goal for Blackburn gave him the lead. Malone with an equaliser. And then just Armstrong and stoppage time. Um, he's just so good this season. Yeah. You know, Millwall um, definitely should have had a penalty, though, in stoppage oh, time yeah. after the goal. Yeah, yeah, It yeah, was yeah. blatant handball. Yeah, blatant. And it was another one where uh, the VAR isn't here, thankfully, but it, it would have given it. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of a pretty even game, really. There wasn't a whole lot of chances yeah. for either team. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was going to be draw number six for Millwall in a row. Yeah, which would have been crazy, wouldn't it? They've not won in eight of the last nine games, Millwall. But like you said, they drew five at home. Yeah. I think he has to be worried. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're slipping to mid-table and they need some... Like, Parrot has started the last three games and hasn't scored a goal yet for them. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you don't want to put all your pressure on a young fella who's on loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get goals, but the difference was clearly there. Like when you could see what Adam Armstrong did, yeah, you know, he got his chance in stoppage time and he Even took Elliot it. Elliot was very good. Elliot was very good, and he's 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 looking like a good player as well. Yeah, um, you know, and it's it's good for him because he can either go back now and he can you know do what he can do at Liverpool and break into that squad, or maybe he'll be able to secure himself a move. That's it. I yeah, think I, I, maybe I, a Premier League team. I can see him playing for Liverpool. I'd say in a year or two. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of one of those where you know do well now in the championship. Maybe next year, if Liverpool don't think he's quite ready, they might loan him out to a uh, Premier League side for the season. See how he does. Not even eighteen, is he? What's that? He's not even eighteen yet. No, very young. You're very young, but looks so good. He just bags of ability. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Blackburn kind of doing pretty well. Millwall slipping down into mid-table, you know. But you know, Millwall are always going to have a chance because their defence is quite good. That's it. But if they can get Barrett going or they can get somebody going up front, they need something. Yeah. Then we had uh, Luton. I kind of I, I, I knew it. I knew they'd beat them. You knew they'd beat them. I mean, like. Norwich had what seven points from nine games with all the injuries. They they had to lose eventually. Yeah. Like you just can't keep going with that many injuries and not not lose. Um, Luton though, their biggest win of the season in front of a thousand fans. Yeah, they must be up to about ten now on the table as well. Yeah, I mean they had three home goals in their last five games. Yeah, and they scored three inside forty-seven minutes this time. Yeah, on Kerr, Pearson, and uh, Collins from the penalty spot after a, a bizarre handball. <laughs> that was one of the uh, craziest penalty decisions yeah. I've seen. And Beneda then as well for uh, for oh, Norwich, he, yeah. he took the penalty. Yeah. Um, for them, because they also got a penalty. It was it was it was kind of mad for penalties to win this game, both definite penalties, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Norwich, they you know they they weren't too bad in this game either. Norwich it wasn't like Luton hammered yeah. them. They scored. The goals were good as well. I thought they were good. They were very good, yeah. And I think it was one of those where Luton. You know, took their chances. Norwich didn't take their chances. That's but it. then Norwich were playing without a, a recognised striker, so it was always going to be tough for them. Is it still 13 players or something? Is it there? 13 or it might be 14 now after the weekend. Oh, but yeah. they, they don't have a centre forward. They're all out injured. Yeah, they're playing who? They, they're playing their youth players. Yeah, and they're playing. There was a steeper man was up front at the weekend for them. And 
you know, guys that aren't used to playing up front and it kind of showed today because they just didn't take their chances. Do you reckon that, like, if they lose a few games and even when the players come back, that'll be like a knock-on effect? It could be. I mean, it could well be. I mean, it's going to be tough for players that are coming back. Plus, you're coming back into, into the busy Christmas season period, as yeah. well and you're playing yeah, three yeah. games a week again. Yeah. So it's like re-injuring those muscles and whatever it can be tough again for Norwich. But we'll wait and see. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Luton, though, needed a win, I suppose. And really they're yeah. kind of climbing up the table again now as well. Um, like we said, I suppose they're what? Four points off the playoffs now? Yeah, oh, they're, they're like 10th in the table, yeah. Yeah, and thanks to other results, Norwich somehow cling on to top spot. Yeah, that's But nice. I mean, it's so tight at the top of the table. Like from the first to about 10th, I think it's like eight points. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think, isn't it, there's like a point between like the first four teams in the league yeah. or the first something oh, yeah. like that. It's, well, it's going to be very close. Like, I don't think we'll be able to decide by Christmas. We usually can, but I don't think so. No, it's going to be so tight. So, so tight. We move on then to a game where we're only going to spend about 10 seconds talking about. Yeah, it wasn't very good at all. It was Nottingham Forest against Watford. It was absolutely dismal. Yeah, there was nothing. Horrifically boring. Lyle Taylor should have scored for Forest is about the only thing I'll say about this one. Nil-nil. Forest, though, they'd lost their last few, so I suppose getting a point against Watford, they'll be happy enough. Yeah. Stop the run of defeats. Yeah. Move swiftly away from that anyway. Yeah. On to Sheffield Wednesday in Reading, another draw, 1 1. Uh, another game without a win for Pulis, I suppose. But well, it's what? Three games or four games in charge now? It's like four, four but he's he's come on record saying, like, we just don't have the forward players, but like, he's really steadied the ship because they're not losing. Yes, and I mean, when you think about it, they, they were very good. I, I watched this game yesterday. They yeah. were very good early on, and they took the lead, you know, great cross from reach. Yeah. Um, that was headed in by um, Patterson. Yeah. But then again, he was let down by another sending off. Yeah. And Shaw was sent off for a, a ridiculous tackle. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's, what, two red cards early on in his first four games? I mean, you know, but after that, like... After that, Reading just battered them for the rest of the match. They actually should have lost because that I don't know how he saved that shot. Yeah, I mean there were so many. Like Elise is going to like, didn't he hit the post as well? And yeah, you know they did eventually get the equaliser like in the first half, and you just thought Joe scored just before half time. You thought, ah well, Reading are going to come out now and and win this. Yeah, score three in the second half, and that'll be that. Yeah, but no, Wednesday hung on, dug deep, and I suppose that'll give them a bit of confidence as well to show that bit of resilience. Yeah. We move on so to the last game of the weekend, Wickham against Stoke. And like you said earlier, nice to see the fans of Wickham the first time ever as championship fans. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, you see the smiles and stuff on Gary Ainsworth's face and it just means a lot to him. It does. And um, sadly, Stoke spoiled the party. Yeah. Like it wasn't a the, great game. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, Paul, I think it's his fourth goal of the season now. Yeah, that was um, defending a really poor. McLean's cross was very good, but I mean, there wasn't a guy within him, like, yeah. um, you know. And he was able to get it past the keeper and the player. It was crazy, absolutely bizarre. Like they said, that's an odd. Just, just speaking of Paul there, like he should have went down yeah. to he should have went down to big things. He should have. He should, and he's capable. I mean, like he showed up in the box there now again last night. He's got four goals for Stoke already this season. Um, yeah. Like we we touted him as like uh, Paul Scholes, like when he was at Man United. Yeah, yeah, and he he has all the ability, and he just you know. I mean, he's like, but well, he's kind of jumped from a few clubs. It's kind yeah, of, it's, 
seems yeah. to have settled a bit now in Stoke this season, and hopefully he'll be able to kick on from like there. He's still young enough. He is. He is. I mean, Wickham, I suppose, were doing what they've done all season. They're yeah. good until they get near the goal. Yeah. And um, it's it's it reminded you of those first losses they were getting this season, the first three or four defeats, where they probably deserved a draw, but they just ended up losing them one nil. Yeah. And it was that kind of a game again. Um, fans will be delighted to be in and see it, but they'll be disappointed, I suppose, with the loss because they didn't really deserve to lose this one. No, like it said, was a very fair game, and it just there was nothing really in it. No. And you know, but yeah, they got near the goal, they didn't really do a whole lot with it. Stoke were the same, Stoke didn't really create hundreds of chances either. Yeah, so it was your classic one nil to Stoke midweek, I suppose. Yeah, um, but but there you go. All right, so that's all the games. We'll go on to so your goal of the I'm going to say on her, on her, good goal. Yeah, I suppose yeah. I'll have to go with Sinclair and his lob, even though the keeper will be very yeah. disappointed. Yeah. And your player, uh, Tony, I think. Tony was very good. Uh, I think I'd agree with you there. Um, yeah. Because, again, it's one of the games I saw all the way through. So, other than that, I'm basing it off highlights. The team of the week? Um, you know what? I, I reckon Luton. Yeah, it was a big win for Luton, wasn't it? I, I'd probably go with Cardiff just for the second win in a week. Yeah, was one. Yeah, and I think for the shock of the week, which we'll do up next, I think Luton 3-1. Norwich. Yeah, I, I thought they'd beat them, but yeah, three three goals is a bit. Yeah, yeah I, I know it's not, not a massive shot, yeah. really. But um, I suppose you could say Preston winning away at Bournemouth because Bournemouth hadn't lost at home, but then Preston are so good away from home, it's not much of a shot. Yeah. And um, so tasty fixtures then coming up this weekend. We've got Barnsley against Bournemouth. Yeah. Should be a good one on Friday night. Um, Barnsley, actually. Yeah, I think Bar- Barnsley at home against Bournemouth. Yeah, one nil. I think a draw maybe there. Saturday then we've got a load of games. There's no Sunday games this week, so we've got Reading against Nottingham Forest. I say Reading two nil. I think Reading are going to take that one as well. Um, it's on TV and then at twelve o'clock. Yeah, I think it's the early kickoff. Then you've got Brentford against Blackburn, and what should be a great game that could be high scoring, so it'll probably end up nil nil. Uh, Brentford three two. Three two. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game that one. Bristol City home to Birmingham. Uh, Bristol City 1-0 yeah, I think so Birmingham then real in trouble if that happens um, two teams that came up then next Coventry against this, uh, Rotherham I'm going to go Coventry 4-1 yeah I think Coventry are going to win this one as well at home even though Rotherham are kind of the farm team of the two of them yeah. um, Huddersfield against QPR this is two teams that are just so up and down this season it's yeah Huddersfield 2-1 Huddersfield for, I, I'd agree with you there I think Huddersfield at home Millwall home to Derby. <laughs> I'd love Derby to win, but it's going to be another draw, I think. I think I think it might be as well. I think a draw on this one. I think Millwall are tough to break down. I'd love Rooney to get a win. I just would like yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it does have a draw written all over it though. Norwich against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh draw again. A draw again, yeah. I think Norwich might nick this one there. Might get a player or two back, hopefully. But um, yeah, again with Tony Poulos, he has to win eventually, doesn't he? So maybe, maybe. Preston against Wickham. Um, this is another draw. Like you, you would think it has to be Preston, but at home, yeah. they're just so It could be another draw, another score draw there, maybe. Yeah. Then another, another one here. Stoke against Middlesbrough. This is tough, yeah. I tough reckon. 
I reckon Middlesbrough 1-0. I, I think, yeah, I, I'm going to go with a, a draw on this one, but I, I reckon if a team were to win it, it probably would be Middlesbrough for some reason. Swansea yeah. then at home to Luton. Swansea will be looking to bounce back. Luton will be on a high from their win. I think Swansea. I think Swansea might nick it as well. I think it'd be a good game, though. And finally then Watford against Cardiff. Um, that's a very tricky one because Cardiff on form. Yeah. I uh, probably a draw. Yeah, I reckon it'll be another draw for Watford. This yeah. one here as well. I'd agree with you there. Maybe a one all or something along them lines. So we'll leave it there. We'll wrap it up there. So and uh, we'll be back Sunday, hopefully with uh, Jerry back with us. Obviously, with uh, other commitments and that and things to be going on. The midweek shows are always going to be someone missing here and there. But yeah, you know. And so that'll be that, and we will uh, talk to everyone again on Sunday. Yeah. Cheers.